Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Another beautiful Sabbath is upon us, and we pray that you would receive greater insights, revelation, and understanding on this Sabbath from whatever and however you are going to celebrate the Shabbat, as well as from this teaching whenever you listen to it. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank everybody for all their support, whether it's spiritual, financial, um, you know, encouraging us on Facebook and on YouTube. And I, I really do appreciate it because there are times, like everybody else, I struggle get discouraged and you just got to keep rising up fighting and moving forward so i encourage you today to do that as well in your life today what we want to talk about is did <coughs> yeshua ever call his disciples or prophets or apostles christians and the answer is no. Did Paul ever call his fellow believers and disciples Christians? And the answer is no. Did Yeshua or the Apostle Paul or James or Peter or any of the prophets ever indicate that there was coming a new religion based on sun gods that was going to change what the Torah instructed, what Yahweh instructed, that there was a new religion coming that was going to change things, eliminate things, eradicate things? And the answer is, is no. They never did. Yeshua never called his disciples Christians. Now, before we get too much further in this, if you don't want to hear anything about Yahweh's laws and commandments, or if you're so steeped into Christianity, which is basically based on paganism and pagan sun gods, then you just need to shut this off. This isn't for you. Now, something I thought of just a few minutes ago before we started to record this is in the very beginning, in the book of Genesis and Exodus and so on and so forth, when Yahweh was endeavoring to have a people that he would call his own, those people he understood were steeped in paganism. They worshipped pagan idols. They worshipped pagan gods. They kept the customs of pagan nations. And Yahweh began to develop a relationship with a certain group of people called the children of Israel. And anyone else that would want to follow his instructions and obey his laws and commandments and follow him, they were welcome to do so even if they weren't native-born Israel. 
But Yahweh understood. And he was endeavoring to deliver people, nations, out of paganism, out of pagan sun god worship, out of false gods that they worshipped. He called them false in Exodus 20. He said, do not have any other gods before me. They were false gods. They were gods that people thought had power, but really didn't. And he was endeavoring, just like many Torah believers are today, they are endeavoring to reach a group of people, whether they know nothing spiritually, or whether they are steeped in paganistic Catholicism and Christianity, to instruct them with the same instructions that Yahweh gave the children of Israel. And Yahweh was consistently, through the prophets, through Moses, endeavoring to get the people to obey his laws and commandments. And to turn away from everything and anything that had anything to do with paganism, false gods, pagan holidays, pagan customs. And so it is today that Torah believers, people that have been enlightened to Yahweh's laws and commandments, they have been enlightened to his name, they have been enlightened to his instructions concerning the Sabbath, concerning the feast days, they have been enlightened in many other aspects. They too are trying to evangelize and reveal that paganism and things that are rooted in paganism that we need to renounce, we need to repent of, we need to ask Yahweh to forgive us for our involvement, and we need to separate ourselves and come out from among them. One of the main things and the main instructions that Yahweh gave the children of Israel were for them to be set apart from the pagan nations. They were to be set apart from the pagan customs. They were to be set apart to serve only Yahweh, to worship only Yahweh, to believe in only Yahweh, to follow only Yahweh and His instructions. And so today, we're going to talk about, did Yeshua ever call His followers Christians? Did He ever come up with the idea, well, at some point in time, there's going to be a newfound religion that's going to change everything, and it's going to be called Christianity. It's going to be based on sun gods. It's going to be based on sun god pagan holidays where you're going to worship 
other gods. You're going to commit sexual fornication and all kinds of other evil things. You're going to offer uh, sacrifices to the gods. You're going to follow the gods. No, he never said that. He never said that. Now, let's look. There are only three verses in the scriptures that talk about or mention the word Christian. And in Acts chapter 11, verse 26, it says, And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch, and it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the assembly and taught much people, and the disciples were called Messianics. Now I know in your English version of the Bible, they mistranslated that, and it should be translated followers of Messiah Yahshua. Or you could put, in short, Messianics, which would mean the same thing. First, in Antioch. Now, in your English Bibles, it says they were called Christians first in Antioch. And again, that is another translation from pagan Constantine to try to get you to think that this new religion that he was about, that it was biblically based, and it isn't. Because in the original language, it is the Hebrew word that means followers of Messiah. Now, think about this. Why would a Hebrew Torah-believing people refer to themselves as Christians, which did not even exist yet. Christianity did not exist in Yeshua's day, did not exist in the disciples' and the apostles' day. Why would they use a word that didn't even exist yet? They didn't. This was added to it, mistranslated by Constantine's quote-unquote, correctors, where they, these people went through all the scriptures and corrected it from being Torah-observant, Hebraic, to pagan sun gods to support Constantine's newfound religion. So when most people say that the word Christian is in the Bible, they have no clue of what they're talking about. They're just reading something that someone else mistranslated and wrote. And they have no understanding. They've done no research on it. They, they have not done any in-depth study to find out that this didn't even exist yet. And when we find out what the word Christian or Christianity things that it's connected to, then, like myself and other Torah believers, you will want to distance yourself from that belief system, from those roots 
of Christianity as far as you can possibly get. Because there is nothing about that word Christian that is biblically based. Now they take some scriptures to try to make you deceived into thinking it is. But there is nothing good that comes from that word. Everything you read in history of wars and Christianity, of rapes and murders, that was all done under the guise of Christianity, in the name of Christianity. Just go through the Crusader Wars in the 11th through the 13th century. They did all that in the name of Christianity under the heading of Christianity. Now, this may blow some people away. Uh, this may freak some people out. But even um, Hitler and Nazi Germany, Hitler was raised in Catholicism, in a form of Christianity. He even went to Pope Pius, either the 12th or the 13th, to get his endorsement on what Hitler was about to do in Germany. And he received it. So he was part of, quote-unquote, Christianity. And all that he did, all the evil he did, was under the headlines of Christianity. And when you are part and say you are a Christian... That is part of your connection. That is part of what you're rooted into. And I don't know about you, but I don't want no part of that. I don't want no part of that. Same way, you know, what, with what the Russians are doing to Ukraine. It's the same form of evil. And they will call themselves, people in Russia... We'll, that are doing this, will call themselves Christians. They will refer to them as, as Christians. And see, we need to understand the roots of things that we, we identify with and that we think Christianity is some just love, love the Creator. It's not. There's, there's more to that than, than what you think. All right. Um, so, in Acts 11.26 here, it was the pagans that were referring to the disciples as messianics. And it wasn't in a positive note. It wasn't in a positive note. Now, when you look in Acts chapter 26... Another reference concerning, I believe it's King Agrippa. Give me a second to turn there, if you would. In Acts 26, in verse number 28. And, it, and then Agrippa said unto Paul, or Shaul, Almost you, almost you persuaded me. Almost. 
To be a follower of Messiah. See, that's the proper translation. And I'm reading this out of Yahweh Restoration's uh, Bible. He said, you almost persuaded me to be a follower of Messiah. Not a Christian. Because Paul wasn't a Christian. Christianity did not exist yet. Paul followed the Torah and obeyed all Yahweh's laws and commandments. Um, you can, I think that's uh, in Acts chapter 24 and verse 14. But this I confess, this is Paul speaking, unto you that after the way which they call a heresy, see the pagans called the way or being a follower of Messiah a heresy. So worship I the Elohim of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and the prophets. Paul didn't say he believed all things written in Christianity. Christianity is a man-made religion that have taken a few things out of the scriptures and twisted them to support paganism, to support sun god worship, and to change things that Yahweh put in his word, starting with his name and his Shabbat and his feast days. Here's something else to think about that all Christians celebrate all pagan holidays. Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Eve, Halloween. They may change a name on it or try to imply that it's representing something biblical, but it's not. They, they <clears throat> participate in Easter, trying to say that it's about the re resurrection, um, but it's not. The Feast of Firstfruits is about Yeshua's resurrection. <clears throat> the Feast of Passover is about his death and burial. See, everything's covered in the feast. But see, Christians, they don't, they don't celebrate the feast. Or if a few of them do, they celebrate the feast in line with their belief system of still celebrating pagan holidays. I remember a well-known prophetic leader said they don't understand why they believe in the feast, but they still celebrate the pagan holidays. And he said, I don't know why we haven't come out from among it. I don't want to mention the, the minister's name, but nonetheless... You know, they're still doing, you can't do both. You can't play both sides of the fence. You either have come out from among them and you are separated unto Yahweh and his laws and commandments, or you're involved in paganism. And the purpose of this teaching is for you to see and, and go through the scriptures that Yeshua never referred to anybody as a Christian. The Apostle Paul never referred to anybody 
as a Christian or Christianity. The prophets <clears throat> never prophesied. They prophesied over everything. But they never prophesied over a newfound religion of Christianity which started in the 4th century through the pagan Constantine who tried to make people believe that he was a believer but he believed in a pagan cross. That pagan <clears throat> cross represents the pagan, the T for the cross, Tammuz, who Christians and pagans worship on December 25th. Whether you realize it or not, but that's what, that, what, that's, what that's all about. Now I want to share another word, the word Christian, is a word, Christus, C-H-R-I-S-T-U-S, which means the worship of the pagan sun god, S-E-R-A-P-I-S, Serapis. Serapis. Yeah. And that's what, when you say, I'm a Christian, you are saying, I'm a believer in sun gods. You are saying, I'm a follower of Tammuz. You are saying that you worship Zeus. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. You are saying that you are a follower and you worship Serapis. You are saying you are a follower of Rome because that's where all these Roman pagan sun gods, well, they started in Babylon and then Rome took them over. That's what you're saying when you're saying you are a Christian. I know we were taught we're saying that we're Christ-like, but the word Christ does not refer to the Messiah. It is referring to pagan sun gods. It is of pagan sun gods. When you do your, your, your research, you'll see that Rome called all their pagan deities Christ's. When they, whether they were referring to Zeus whether they were referring to Baal, whoever they were referring to, they were all called Christ. And so when Constantine and pagan sun god worship came up and invented the name J-E-S-U-S, -S, which was invented in the 16th century, they began to call him Christ because he is of a pagan sun god. Now if you look at any of the studies, go to YouTube, when they refer and you see any picture of who they call Jesus, you will see a, a golden or yellow halo over his head. Why? Because they want you to think that that's the Messiah, but he's really the, the sun god, the chief sun god. And that's who you are worshiping. When you go in the Catholic Church and you and the Vatican and you see all, all the images, they all have that halo, that pagan sun halo. Why? It is a religion of pagan sun gods. We need to get that. And we need to distance ourselves from anything that is connected to Catholicism and Christianity, even the word Christian. You know, I hear people that believe in the Torah, and they refer to themselves as Christians. 
You can't be. It's one or the other. You're either a follower of Messiah or you're a Christian. Christians follow pagan sun gods and the customs of pagan sun gods. You know, I see things on YouTube. Do Christians have to obey the commandments or the law or the Torah? And the answer is no. Why? Because they're not following Messiah Yeshua. They're following their Greek sun gods. And the Greek sun gods don't, won't, and don't need to follow the Torah because it won't do them any good. Because they don't believe in the Messiah. They don't obey His laws and commandments. They're of paganism. They're of worshiping Greek pagan sun deities. Not Yahweh. So, in a sense, Christians, that's why they don't, they don't, they don't fight to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. You find a Torah believer, we fight to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. We hold on to Yahweh's laws and commandments regardless of what family says, friends says, <clears throat> relatives say, whatever. We hold on to it. The world is going into hell in a handbasket following sun god and paganism, twisting everything that Yahweh declares is holy into uncleanness. <clears throat> but Torah believers, we resist those things. We fight for that which is Torah-minded. Now Peter, in 1 Peter 4.16, we won't go there, he talks about suffering, you know, that we suffer, and again, it was translated Christian, but it's followers of Messiah. It were the followers of Messiah that, that were martyred, that were suffered, that were persecuted. When... Uh, Stephen was stoned to death, there, there, Christianity did not exist. He did not suffer because he was a Christian, because it did not exist. But what did exist was the Torah. What did exist was keeping the Shabbat. What did exist was telling people that they need to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments or suffer the consequences. What did exist, remember when um, they told, I believe it was King Agrippa, that he couldn't have a relative for his wife. Well, he had him beheaded. I think it was John. He had him beheaded. Why? He told them what the Torah said. They didn't want to hear what the Torah said. Just like people today, they don't want to hear what Yahweh's laws and commandments say. They don't want to hear about the Shabbat. They don't want to hear about his name. They don't want to hear about living a clean life. A life that is set apart from Babylonian pagan sun god worship. And that Paul said that we are not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Unbelievers are those that are involved in any kind of paganism. If you're involved in paganism and you hold on to Christianity and Catholicism... We are to come out from among you. Now, you may know people. You may have family. You know, you're respectful to them. You love them. You encourage them. You, you know, you talk with them. You know, communicate with them. Talk about things. 
But nonetheless, we don't spend a lot of time there. And, you know, that's my understanding. So, now I want to just read this, what I wrote on Facebook. And I kind of already said all these things. Um, but I want to read it to you, just in case I might have missed um, something. Um, okay. Saying you're a Christian connects you to everything that Christianity and Catholicism stands for. Pagan sun gods, all the murders, wars, rapes, works of evil done in the name of Christianity. As well as all types of paganism, pagan celebration, drunkenness, orgies, uh, animal sacrifices to the gods, human sacrifices to the gods. Why do you think Yahweh kept telling the children of Israel not to offer their children to the gods? Because they were doing it. Okay? Christianity is involved in all these things. The roots of it are. Uh, as well as Christianity defies Yahweh's laws and commandments. They defy, they say you don't have to obey it. Yahweh's feasts, Yahweh's Sabbaths, you know. Now, they don't ever keep Yahweh's feasts. They don't ever, even if they don't understand it, step out in faith and at least keep it by faith. And what do I mean by that? When we first came to Torah, we didn't understand them, you know, so we kept it by faith. The day that the feast was on or the few days or the week, we, we tried our best to keep it without even understanding what it was about. We would just keep it by faith. We would stay home, separate ourselves from the world system. Maybe we would watch some teachings on YouTube or read some teachings by other Torah believers concerning it, and we would begin to walk in it um, according to how we were uh, illuminated to it, enlightened to it. We knew very little, but we kept it by faith. We kept it by faith. Why? It was the desire of our heart to obey Yahweh. Not to justify. Not to excuse our defiance. Why is it Christianity keeps all the pagan holidays if it's not pagan? Just like, why is it that Torah believers keep all of the feasts of Yahweh if they're not Torah believers. They keep it. Christianity keeps pagan holidays. Why? Because they're pagan. Torah believers keep the feasts. Why? Because they're Torah believers. They're followers of the Mashiach. Being a follower of Messiah only connects you to Messiah and Yahweh's laws and commandments. It doesn't connect you with any of the evil that has been done under the guise of Christianity. Have you ever noticed of all the people involved in sexual sin coming to light over the last decade or two of homosexuality, of rape, 
of all kinds of things, and they were all, quote-unquote, Christians, Christian leaders, Christian pastors. I have not yet, now maybe there is, but I have not yet heard of a Torah follower doing those things, being brought to light, trying to do those things and still walk in Torah. I've not heard of it, not seen it, don't know anybody, hasn't been on the news. And believe me, if it was there, the pagan news would be revealing it. So, when you say you're a Christian, you're connecting yourself to all those things that are in Christianity. But when you say that you are a follower of Messiah, Messianic, Torah observant, whatever name you want to put on it, you are saying you are involved in no paganism to the best of your ability. Now, if you are and it's been revealed to you, you're quick to renounce it and repent of it. The Messiah never participated in paganism. The Apostle Paul never participated in paganism, according to the scriptures. And a follower of Messiah will never participate in paganism if they have the understanding of what paganism is. And see, just as much as we need to study what the Torah is, we need to study what paganism is so it is not in our life. I'm going to say that again. As much as we study what Torah is so we learn of it and learn how to live it, we need to study what paganism is so it is not in our life. You know, I have met people, they come to Torah, and they didn't realize this was part of paganism, or this was part of paganism, or having these things in your life connects you to paganism, which opens the door to demonic activity. But when you bring them that enlightenment, and you give them the proper teaching without condemnation, just instruction, and give them help and deliverance and prayer, and, and then it's up to them to do something about it. And usually what takes place is they renounce it. Now, there have been some that after a period of time, they just, this was too difficult, too strict of a lifestyle, and they're, they're choosing, and they, they go back into paganism. Christianity did not exist in Yeshua's day. We talked about that. Or in the disciples' day. So ask yourself, are you a Christian and all that it represents, which is not anything connected to the scriptures and Yahweh and his anointed one, or are you a follower of the Messiah? Do you really think that Yeshua would have been connected to Christianity, to everything that Christianity is about, in any way, shape, fashion, or form? Do you think that Yahweh would have been connected to it in any way, shape, fashion, or form? Have you ever seen the prophets, true prophets, not these people that call themselves apostles and prophets today, but true biblical prophets and apostles have ever had anything to do with anything that we refer to as 
Christianity or paganism? No. If they were, they were classified as false apostles and false prophets. To us, meaning Torah believers, Yahweh, Yeshua, assembly people, it just makes sense the believers were called disciples or the way or messianic or followers of the Messiah. They were not, and they were not emphasizing, they were not called Christians. They did not live according to Christianity. They did not do any of the things that Christianity does, meaning worshiping on the day dedicated to sun gods. I mean, if Christianity is about Messiah, why do they worship on the day that's dedicated to sun gods, which is Sunday, and not on the day that Yahweh said, which is the seventh day of the week? See, it's just clear when you look at all the evidence, just like a lawyer presents all the evidence, it's clear to the jury that an individual is either guilty or innocent. And it's clear that Christianity is guilty and it is in paganism. Now, we may not be able to accept that. People that are in Christianity and doing these things, they won't, they won't be able to accept that. That'll be so, so heavy, they'll just not even go there. Like, I'm sure none of the quote-unquote Christians that are on my feed, when they read this, they probably didn't even get past the first sentence before they moved on. Now, people that were Torah observant, they probably read it or are going to read it because I just put it out this morning. They're probably going to read it, comment on it. People that will comment positively are Torah observant. People that will comment on it negatively are those that are Christians fighting to hold on to their Christianity or trying to play both sides of the fence. One person commented, you know, negatively. And my wife went to her feed, and her feed had all kinds of Christmas uh, pagan stuff on it. So what does that tell you? All right. Now, we talked about... Um, now, this is, this is something that's my opinion. Being called a Christian is almost as bad as being called a Nazi. What did Nazis do? They murdered and starved and killed and ruined and stole from the children of Israel. People that were following Yahweh's laws and commandments. People that were keeping the Torah. And they murdered them, starved them, tortured them to death. What did Christianity do? in the um, 11th and 13th century. What, do, what is Russia doing now to Ukraine under the headline of Christianity? Same thing. Same spirit. Same principles. What, does, what has been done to many women and to many boys and a few girls 
behind closed doors in Christianity and in Catholicism, meaning the rapes, the homosexuality, so on and so forth. All that is under the heading of Christianity. Many people that were deceived into that, or were caught up into that, or forced into that, said they thought they were, they were told they were, they were serving, quote unquote, God, by giving in to that, to that person. And seeing how perverted is that? How twisted is that? How paganistic is that? Would Yahweh have anything to do with that? No. And for those people, we pray and stand for your healing and restoration and that Yahweh would avenge you of that evil and restore you back to normal. <clears throat> As for me, see all those things are connected to Christian roots. As for me, I want nothing to do with it. And yes, when I came to Torah, I renounced everything concerning Catholicism. And I renounce and continue to renounce anything to do with Christianity. And maybe that's why I just don't listen to anything when they're talking about Jesus, God, even if they use, you know, uh, the word Yeshua and then they use the word Jesus. I just don't go there. I want nothing to do with it because it is Christianity is so wrong, so deceptive. And, and, and so rooted in paganism, I don't want nothing to do with it. 